and so welcome to the client hot seat with Alex. Alex has been with us for a little over 12 weeks now and he has literally went from strength to strength to strength more than anything. Um, he's been an absolute pleasure to train, absolute pleasure to, to work with um, and it's not came easily. There's been definitely been some ups and downs and some challenges and some struggles along the way but this is, as I said, just an opportunity to really let Alex embrace this new position and this new sort of stature and just kind of share his secrets. Um, and guys, those who are here in attendance, like this is the perfect opportunity for you to understand in terms of body, in terms of your training, in terms of nutrition, in terms of lifestyle, in terms of mindset. Like this is an opportunity for you to ask Alex kind of what's worked for him, what does he do on a daily basis, how does he make things, how does he make things work? Um, so. Alex, um, bring yourself on, just unmute yourself and just give the guys a, a brief overview of what's been happening for you kind of for the first six to 12 months. Not so much about training, just kind of an overview, a little bit about who you are, a little bit what you do and uh, yeah. Uh, yes, I first spoke to Matt, um, started in November, I think it was. Yep. Uh, I just, I looked for a, I was looking for a personal trainer just because I felt like I'd sort of hit a plateau training by myself. Um and yeah, just need some kind of professional help and guidance in that area. Uh, yeah. that, that picture there, that's from the Spartan Race I did last year. So it was like, there's just that 5K one with a few like different obstacles to do. Uh, that was quite a struggle. And I just thought I need to like up my, my training just to get better at that uh, sort of thing and just get more fit in general. Yeah, bonus points for maybe one of the badasses photo I've ever seen in my life. There's fire. <laughs> the photographers are pretty good, yeah. Yeah, there's fire, there's flames, like there's spark like this is uh, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10 here. All right, let's get this show on the road. So exactly that, mate, give the guys a bit of an overview. When we sort of first had that conversation, um, what was life like before? Like what were some challenges? What were some struggles? You said you had a bit of a plateau, like... How is that impacting you personally? How is that impacting you professionally in terms of like career-wise and that sort of your own confidence? Give the guys a little bit more of an overview of what's going on. What was life like before? So come sort of September, October time. Yeah, I used to, uh, well, a few years ago when I was at uni, I used to be in the, in the boxing team and I got really fit at that and that sort of gave me confidence. Um, but then since leaving uni and uh, moving back to Glasgow, uh, just been going to the gym myself, so not not with the gym partner and not doing any classes or anything. And that's when everything sort of like plateaued, and I wasn't as fit as I was uh, when I was boxing. Um, and my weight wasn't really going in the direction I wanted it to. I've always tried to gain weight. I've always been the kind of really skinny guy. Um, and yeah, just didn't know what I was doing with like meal plan wise and stuff. So I was just going day to day, just eating whatever really. Like, no planning, no thought going into it. Yeah. Uh, and the same with gyms. I, the, I was just Googling, like, a, a workout for the week and just following whatever I could find on online. So nothing, like, structured to myself and what I should be doing personally. Amazing. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. And as well, like, I know that some of you guys watching this, like, are thinking about, right, cool, well, Alex is the skinny guy. He's looking to gain weight. Well, I may be looking to drop weight. And again, like understand that there are always going to be challenges. Like 
no matter who you speak to, we all have our own sort of stuff going on. We all sort of have our own challenges. And for, for Alex, he's always been known as the, the skinny guy, the sort of maybe looked over. Um, and that's what you're saying there from when we first sort of started off and you didn't really have any structure, any planning. And I'm sure we can all relate to that where we just really feel like we're winging it. Regardless of the goals or regardless of what we're trying to achieve, we're really just kind of going day by day and kind of seeing, seeing how it goes, see what happens more than anything. Alex, as a very brief sort of 60 second, where would you say that you're at now and relative to all of these? Yeah, just a, a ton more structure, really. So just waking up at the same time every day, going to sleep at the same time every night, uh, tracking my calories every day, doing like a, a weekly shop every Sunday, uh, planning my meals every Sunday as well before the shop, so I know exactly what, what I'm getting. Yeah. And yeah, it just everything's a lot more calm and I have more free time now that I know like when I need to do all that stuff I'm not just like winging it anymore mm. and then in terms of training as well is there anything like what do you feel was one thing you feel really good when you walk into the gym what do you feel was different this time yeah I feel like it's like you've given me a workout plan and I can like take that off and when I leave the gym I feel like I've I've done enough whereas before I, I really wasn't sure Huge man, love that. Awesome, awesome. Right, so let's let's really sort of dig into this. Let's get really deep. And uh, like I said, guys, in the chat box, any any questions, just throw them up, and I will ask them towards sort of the end more than anything. So in terms of mindset, I really just want to try to focus on three biggest takeaways. Like, what's been your three biggest lessons um, for you that you now look at training differently, nutrition differently? Your lifestyle factors definitely how you speak to yourself with regards to being the skinny guy and um, comparing yourself i'm just rhyming off a couple of things definitely here so for you what do you think has been the three biggest things that you've taken away with regards to your mindset uh, not as harsh on myself anymore i think i'll, I'll look at like day-to-day -day progress or week-to-week -week progress and so i reward myself for any sort of improvements I can see, whether that be just like how I feel or what I can see in the mirror or what the skills are saying. Love that. Look for improvements. What ones? What do? What are your sort of top three that you kind of look at? You said the scale. Um, what other ones do you sort of tend to look at for you? What What marks improvements? Uh, PBs in the gym, uh, certain exercises. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, probably just how fit I'm feeling. So I do a, a 5K once a week as well. So yeah. Just how well that goes, really. Nice. And then as well, when you say free time, how, like, is that, like, so is that date night with Caitlin or like? Yeah, so putting that in as well, that was one of your ideas to have a, a set date night. So that, that was something else that we just sort of winged, is like if we both weren't doing it, and mm. do you want to do something? Oh, yeah, okay, what do I do? Oh, I don't know. And, not really have a plan, but now we say like, yeah, every Thursday we'll, we'll find something to do, and that's that's yeah. quite fun. Yeah, I love that. We, we look forward to that every week now. Huge. There's something quite kind of contradictory about that. Free times at set times. Yeah. Like you're <laughs> deliberately planning in time to do nothing or do something or do kind of whatever you want, but you're taking that priority. And do you feel that is like a, does that keep you accountable in terms of Monday through Friday? Because we're very good. Like one thing I've, I've noticed is one thing. We are very good at getting our sessions in Monday through Friday. Like you're not really kind of catching up at the weekend. You're very quite regimented in that sense. And that gives you more time at the weekend to go and do all these different things. 
Yeah, I think this is my 12th week, 13th week. Yeah. And I might have done that once or twice. They like oh, missed a day catch up at the weekend. Um, but yeah, not for the last few weeks. I've been pretty consistent. Like today I woke up, my legs were killing me from Monday and it was leg day today. And I was like, I'll do it at the weekend. But I was like, no, like I'm, I'm in this structure. I've done it for the last three weeks. I can do it this week. So just sort of keeping that going, not letting that like sort of chain break. Amazing, amazing. Um, and then we'll just exactly that. Don't break the chain. I like that. That's really, really cool. That's that's just a really good thought process. Obviously, you're kind of building up momentum. You're really sort of stacking these wins and, and kind of sitting within the weekend. Like you're thinking, like you done it last weekend. You know you've got X, Y, and Z planned this weekend. If you get up and do it now, you don't need to do it later. That sort of, it's always that question, what will my future self thank me for? I love that. Don't break the chain in free time at set times. Like, guys, if... If you can take anything away, like it should be these sort of sayings, it should be these wee bullet points, these wee kind of cue cards almost, which like really just kind of hit home. Awesome. In terms of the lifestyle, let's speak a little bit more about that. Um, again, as you said, food planning, prepping, organ- getting organized, going out on date nights. Like um, we've spoke a little bit about getting back at you playing football. You're now running a little bit. So the whole, your whole lifestyle has sort of, has changed. There's been some marked improvements there. What do you think has been the biggest thing when you look at your week as an overview? How do you structure your week? What do you think has been the biggest things that, that makes a difference? Uh, sort of known when I've got free time. So I know I'm at the gym in the mornings on these days. And I've got like my nine to five job. And then date nights Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously should be in bed by this time and I'm getting up at whatever time the next day so just yep. yeah just having all of that uh, I find it really useful I, I feel I've always kind of thought I'm like quite robotic in a lot of things that I do um, so yeah do just having that like, sorry just to jump in on that one do you do that like weekly do you do that on a Sunday do you do it with your check-in like when you say knowing that you have free time and you plan your week out like what is it what exactly does that look like uh, yeah, Sundays I kind of sort of sit back and look at what I did this week and what I'll be repeating uh, in the week coming. And how long does that take? Uh, the first time it took a long time because I was trying to work out the best way to do it. But now, yeah, not like half an hour or something. So. Half an hour, but as a as a byproduct you feel that half hour planning gives you if you were to put a rough time frame in terms of time back that you have you have more free time that 30 minute planning on a sunday how much time do you feel you get back for that throughout the course of the week versus procrastinating or doing other bits and bobs yeah i don't even think i could put a number on it like the time alone it saves me in tesco like i used to just go to tesco when i was hungry and just be like, oh i fancy this week and just spent ages walking around but now i've got a list and what i'm getting yeah, I only go once a week now. Sometimes I'd go on a Sunday and I'd run out of food because I hadn't planned for the whole week. I'd have to go during the week as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, loads. Love that. I love that. I think that's that's so important. Like I was speaking to someone about this today, and it's I think it may have even been yourself, Alex. I'm pretty sure we've spoken about this. Is like it's kind of like a, a dog on a, a leash sort of approach. Like when we head into the weekend, like Monday through Friday, everybody's so organized and their diet is super, super easy and the training is super, super consistent. And then they get that little bit of freedom at the weekend. And if you don't have any form of structure, it's just like kind of like letting a dog that you've had on the leash so tight, just let run wild. 
we need to learn how to kind of introduce that and train that. And for yourself, Alex, obviously you found that that sort of system in place, which is a little bit of planning on a Sunday. Give yourself that downtime on the, the Thursday, that that one week off, or sorry, that one night off, and then that day off with training as well. And, and the two of that, that just kind of helps keep you accountable as well, which I think is is absolutely awesome. Is is there anything else that you, if you want to add on to? I mean, that's that's two is pretty simple, but I do think it's is really important how you've done that. Anything else in terms of a lifestyle thing? Um, when it comes to like eating, like because I've always been skinny, I've had a kind of funny relationship with food. Um. I don't know where it came from, but like just things that I would I would skip desserts if I was out having a meal. But I used to limit how much chocolate I could have a day. I'd have like one chocolate bar a day, like no more and stuff. But now I just sort of I just see like all food as calories, and I've got a calorie target that I'm aiming for every day. So I don't sort of restrict myself. Hmm. So wondering if you tell a little bit more about because I think if people can relate to that in their own their own way of some kind in terms of looking at food as some form of an enemy and I suppose that maybe kind of touches back onto kind of the mindset factor like what have we learned tell me a little bit more about about that then when you say looking at food like what was your relationship with food like before and then what do you feel like it is now and if there's anything that you feel is really powerful that allows you to feel like that now um I'm not really sure. I don't know if it was from like my dad. Uh, can I struggle with his weight? So he gained quite a lot of weight when mm-hmm. I was a kid. And yeah. he always used to like, joke it was me. Like, I wouldn't eat my, I wouldn't finish my dinner, and he'd have to finish my dinner for me. And he was having like one and a half dinners every night. And I always said it was me that made him fat and stuff. And I don't know. I feel like he's like I've like subconsciously like held on to this thing, like do not get fat. So I would like skip desserts and that sort of thing. And also, mm-hmm. I was like really spotty uh, as a teenager. And I had like like chocolate and sugar is bad for that as well. So I was like trying really restrict restrict myself on that. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel it's really powerful, and I, and I, uh, I want to just take a second and say, dude, I really appreciate you sharing that because I know that that takes a lot. I know that we've spoke about that, but that's really powerful to be owning that and this style and that fashion. So, guys, in the chat box, please share a little bit of love. Because um, anyone's relationship with food is, is their own. And having such an experience in the past, no matter how big or small you think it is, it, it obviously does ha- have an effect. So, so please share some love in the chat for that. And now, when you look at food now in terms of fuel, is that because you see yourself performing in the gym? When you think when you think fuel, that means performance. So how do you see yourself in terms of a performance? This maybe looks into, I suppose we could say body. So let's start talking about the performance element of fuel and training for yourself. Yeah, so I like strip it down to the basics. If I'm trying to gain weight, I need to hit a set amount of calories. And if I'm going to the gym four times a week, that's burning quite a lot of calories. Mm-hmm. So I need to up my calories even more than, than I would if I wasn't working out ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was definitely struggling hitting that sort of calorie target at first. But just a yeah, um, bit of research and looking up. Yeah, sort of meals and uh, snack tips and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, just to like, expand the calories. And I know you do something very, very quite simple with your, your nutrition in terms of your breakfast and lunch. You've kind of got it quite automated. Um, tell us, tell us even a little bit more about that. Yeah, so when I first started uh, working with yourself, Matt, I, I was just using my fitness pal to check yep. my calories and stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, kind of got in my head. I was like, I, I know how much that meal is in calories. So I don't need to track that. And that sort of made me like fall away from my fitness pal. Mm. And if I if I had something sort of new that I wasn't sure what the calories were, I would just like estimate. And yeah, I kind of I lost weight one week. I just didn't do it properly. Mm. So now if someone's mm. using the just an Excel sheet. Yeah. The one thing I like about that is I can easily like in my fitness pal, it's like you, you block off one day and then the next day that your previous day is gone. I know you can flip back and look at the previous day, but it feels like it's gone. But on one Excel sheet, I've got my whole week sitting there and I can look at what I had yesterday and I can like just drag and drop things to be like, oh, we'll have that today because that was, I liked that and it was a good amount of calories or whatever. Mm. And it's just, I can store that, I can archive that week and then pull it back up later from dinner, from going to my shop and I want some ideas. Yeah. I can look at what I had last week and stuff. Yeah. So, so you've really, isn't that more than my fitness partner? So you really just kind of got a plug and play sort of idea and you, you look at it almost like a, like a game as such, but like you've, you're very, obviously you work in tech um, and you've got an Excel spreadsheet. Now, obviously that's some amount of detail, but notice that Alex has just found a system. And remember I say, like, we don't rise to the level of our goals, we fall to the level of our systems. So Alex has literally done a little bit of research, he's built this thing out and now it is as simple as, cool, I have 500 calories. What's 500 calories? I know I have these five things, which are all 500 calories, and he's got it on a screen in front of him. Is that is that right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Huge, man. Huge. And then, like, I love that. Can we kind of come back to just this, like, relationship with, with food now? Where would you say your relationship with food is, is now? Uh, yeah, I think it's much healthier. Um, like, going on date nights, I'm not scared to have the dessert or go for ice cream or whatever. Um, don't know what else to say on it but. yeah yeah. is there any other moments where you you just sort of feel like you have a, a good relationship with food I think date nights and enjoying those things um, is it like when you get back to the gym the day after as well have you got that strong relationship with food that you don't it doesn't carry over to the next day it's not that sort of burden yeah because I used to have it um, if I went to the gym and I hadn't ate very well the day before. It was all like be in my head. Like if I start struggling doing squats or running or whatever it was, I'd be telling myself that's because I ate that or drank that yesterday. But I've not really had that um, recently. And it's been a, like I've had a few drinks as well uh, yeah. in the past couple of months over Christmas and New Year. I went to the gym the following day and just felt fine. So I don't know if it was like just psychological things. Yeah. And there's something about that, like the I know it sounds very simple, and you've obviously just <laughs> And this is what I mean by like having a conversation about it and talking about it because you just shrugged this off. I'm still enjoying drinks and I'm training. The majority of people feel it's one or the other. It's about being sociable or being healthy. It's about going out and having a good night out or being healthy. But you seem to have this thought process. You know what? Like I can still go out, enjoy myself, but it doesn't affect the the rest of my week as such. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Huge. All right. So I want to just finish off with these two final questions. And then there's a couple in the chat box. So again, team, let's get it in the chat box. Um, let's know kind of what's been your biggest takeaway so far and what specifically would you like to learn a little bit more on? So dude, rewinding back to six months ago, 12 months ago, whatever that is, if you were to give yourself this one piece of advice when you were just starting out, what do you feel that one piece of advice would be? Uh, yeah, definitely like reward yourself more for little things and take motivation from things where you can just 
from anything. But that was one thing you you said to me about like rewards. I think we wrote down like rewards to sort of give yourself like we'd say like a like close to the gym or a close for a Spartan race or whatever. So I like told myself I thought yeah that was that was January. I've got really February now. Told myself if I'd done my five k every week in January, I would buy myself a new pair of running shoes. Uh, just sort of things like that. Mm, I love that. And then exactly that, mate. Last thing, what are you feel you're most excited about moving forward? Uh, I can't believe that is twelve weeks. I just sort of realised that today. So that's that's flowing in. So I do feel like I'm still at the start of my journey, and just looking forward to to the next twelve. And wow. Looking forward to the next trail. Right, here we go. All right, team. So like I said, a lot of wee bullet points, a lot of little things that you can sort of actually take away, um, some broad stroking terms, things there, some big thought, sort of thought processes there. So now it's just the opportunity to, to just sort of ask some questions. So again, first and foremost, team, let's just um, get down. What was your biggest takeaway? Also say thank you for Alex coming on and, and being so open and being so, so vulnerable through this. Um, there's definitely some love there. Fiona sharing Jay's behind you on that one. Um, Jay seriously done well in recognizing it and dealing with it. Yep, Alison still fainting my demons, 100%. Um, yep, we've got Alan. So, Alan, do you want to just unmute yourself, mate, and ask that question? How do you deal with something scheduled not going to plan? I think that's really, really powerful. Good. Over to you. I was just uh, asking, like, now you were saying that you plan everything, you're scheduling everything, which sounds really good. But for me, I, I've never been the kind of person that has scheduled stuff because I always think that when it doesn't go to plan, it throws me off now. So I don't know how long my meal prep's going to be. So is it was it just trial and error for yourself initially or do you just sacrifice something else? Like I'll just go to bed an hour later. Uh, yeah, I've done both of them, yeah. Uh, so I was the same as you. I didn't want. I just. I was like almost scared to try something because I was like, it's going to go wrong. It's not going to work out. Um. So it was trial and error in the beginning, and then eventually, so I'd fine tune it. So once I find like, a meal or whatever that I know I can do quickly, I like that's my sort of go to. And then yeah, if things don't go right, I do. Sometimes I do still like stay up a bit later, and then end up waking up a bit later the next day and stuff. But eventually, things do sort of fall back in sync. Yeah, no, there's, no, there's no secret to it. Alex, so exactly that, like you, you've had it where um, you stayed up, maybe you were staying up crying last night, maybe with the result, you were just a little bit upset, you just couldn't quite get to sleep, I don't know, I mean, maybe, um, but like, how do you kind of, even in the next morning, because you're in, and we've had that one or two sessions at sort of Thursday, and you're kind of sitting and there's not much conversation going, and just like, dude, I'm just a little bit tired, like, how do you kind of just brush it off do you just like look at your schedule for that day and change a couple of things or do you just kind of keep trucking and let things figure themselves out i'm really lucky just now that i'm working from home and mm. so I, I can my work is totally flexible i can just sort of push that about uh, so when it comes back to back being back in the office but it's not so flexible i think yeah things are going to change a lot then a lot harder yeah. but yeah right now i do have a lot of like flexibility with my time yeah, incredible. And um, Alan, just take yourself off mute there. I know you just sort of, sort of shut off the camera, but is that did that help? Um, is there anything else you want to kind of branch off and talk a bit more about there? No, it's just a, just seeing it. I always feel like you're a wee bit now. Just when you schedule things, and you always leave yourself a wee bit open to 
getting stressed about it now if, mm. because it's something that's now you're like, oh, I'm not getting that. Oh, no, I need to get there. So I just didn't know, see how regimented it was and how flexible you made it. Yeah, yeah. And I think as well as like that you can go kind of two ways in that one for yourself, Alan, maybe instead of scheduling an hour, give yourself an hour and a half to do each of these things and sort of not like change those, but manage those expectations because if you've got five things to do each day, and you limit it to, to five things and you schedule that into the absolute T, well, let's say you get three of them done. You're going to be more annoyed because you didn't get the other two done and you're probably going to de- be demotivated after it. As humans, like, I was having this conversation. I, I always think about the, the fact that I failed English. Like, I know I've got an advanced higher music and advanced higher maths and higher physics, but I failed English and I always think about that. Like... We're always kind of looking for what's going wrong versus, cool, well, I did do these three things. So maybe managing those expectations for yourself uh, and, and sort of just adjusting those expectations, Alan. I know that you've got such high standards yourself and your, your drive and willpower for excellence is, is incredible, absolutely incredible. But like I said, we just need to, to manage that element of perfectionism and make sure we're using it in the, the right way and channeling that energy. Yeah. Does that help, Alan? Does that give you something to think about? Yeah, it's giving us something to think about, yeah. Nice. One thing that sort of helped at the start was actually writing stuff down. I'd have in my head like, oh, tomorrow I'll do this, this, and this. But I've actually, only when I really sat down and wrote it on a bit of paper, saying it tomorrow, 10 o'clock, this is happening, 1 o'clock, this is happening, it, that did help a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's much different than just having it in your head because you feel like you don't have to stick to it then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you feel a bit more like you have to do it, yeah. Yeah, there's like some accountability there. Like you're, it's still just yourself that wrote it down, but the fact that it's actually written down, I feel that helps motivate. Yeah. Incredible. Awesome. I like that. You're kind of like writing a contract each night. Each day you're kind of writing that contract and you can sign it off and you can tick it off or you can get that. It's awesome. Huge. Um, anything else to ask there, guys? Like I said, these are usually just super short, just loaded with wee bullets and, and nuggets. But, um, I mean, we'll just go through one at a time. Fiona, over to yourself. Is there anything you want to ask? Or uh, even if not, just come on and just say this is what your biggest takeaway was. Fiona, let Alex hear. Um, yeah, I think um, what I took away from everything you've said is the planning. Um, and actually, I've, I've started doing the gusto cooking, but... Um, like having those go-to meals that you know that that is X calories and that is, and then it's almost, you don't need to think once you've done the work to figure it all out, then it's less thinking later and it's a lot easier. So um, yeah, I think something I always come back to and it's just been reiterated tonight is having that structure and plan. And I know that plans don't always go to work, which I'm discovering quite a lot, but um, yeah, it's the little things and making it, um realistic for you and you and like you know if, if Alex sits down and does it for an hour half an hour however long that might not suit someone else so it's just making whatever it is work for you and your routine um, yeah anything thank you, you um Fiona anything you would add on to in terms of the plan not going to the plan how do you deal with that in those moments just to get maybe give Alan or everyone else something to think about yeah, um, I think what I've learned is not beating yourself up. Like I think something you said quite early on to me um, when I wasn't well is, is what's a week? 
in the grand scheme of it if like your week's not gone great or you've not got the results you want or you feel like you've gone backwards or whatever it might be it's what's what's that in the grand scheme of a year or your life in general and I think it's actually that like zooming zoom out of the situation and get some perspective and not and just being nice to yourself and being like what did you do right or what what did you do and using it as an opportunity to learn and do something different next time rather than repeating the exact same thing and then getting the exact same outcome um so I think yeah that's my experience incredible Jay over to yourself man of a man of many wisdoms that was awesome thanks for sharing um we're talking about breaking the chain where 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 do you get and what is it that keeps you driving for for me for example that close to breaking the chain tonight um i've had a really busy week my energy is flatlining gym session today turned into a walk with matt because i was just too done in um i had a really busy day yesterday and it was a long day so i'm completely knackered and like the finger was hovering over the app on the phone to order a pizza and i was like oh god so i've not had my yet i'm still deciding but um how, how do you stop yourself in those moments how do you stop yourself what is it that keeps you going yeah uh, it's a good question so i think it is just that like knowing you've done it for x amount of time previously just to sort of keep it going i feel like every week every day that you add on to it it gets a little bit easier to keep that streak going um, and everyone's broke the chain before like no one's perfect so you'll know how much you regretted it that, that last time you had a pizza or, or whatever it is um, and you know you don't want to you don't want to feel like that again you don't want to feel that regret again cool. yeah absolutely I think you know, the, the big question you've been asking that I think shit happens is a, a good way of putting it but um Shit happens, go to your bed, you wake up and the next day, the fresh day, which is uh, always a reset for me. So, yeah. yeah, awesome. Thanks, Alex. I love that. Go to your bed. <laughs> yeah, go to your bed. Um, no matter what, I think everything always feels better after a good workout or a good sleep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, I always say that to Alex anytime, especially at seven o'clock in the morning. I'm wanting about people just seem to be like figuring their life out. They'll just be. <laughs> Uh, Alison, over to yourself, last but not least. Um, anything you want to, what, what was your biggest takeaway? And then any questions for Alex there, Alison? Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you unmuted me or you've unmuted me. Um, I think it was just the realization that, you know, food issues are there whether you're big small young or old um, mm. and I suppose for me it's just like you know continuing to fight my demons along with everything else that's going on in, in life um, but yeah it's refreshing to see and I think that's it it's been organized um, and sticking to the plan mm. Sometimes easier easier said than done, though. Again, obviously, the, the theory um, is like you can read every book on learning how to swim and we can talk about planning and uh, yeah. we, can all, we can all speak about planning. Um, oh, yeah, I can, all, I can, you know, 
I can talk the talk. Um, walking it is maybe a little bit different sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I think it comforts me as well. Like knowing hmm? that sense that just what Alison was saying. It's uh, definitely comforts me as well knowing that other people are going through the same stuff as you. Mm-hmm. Like you go to the gym and it's, it's packed full of people all there trying to improve themselves. And in groups like this as well. Yeah. Alison, any questions specifically on that at all? No, I don't think so. Just can you bottle up some of your motivation in that and just send it up? <laughs> send it to me, I'll try. <laughs> all right, guys. I think we shall wrap up there. Uh, again, Alex, thank you so much. And uh, I will see you tomorrow at seven o'clock. And uh, guys, yeah, let's wrap up there.